Welcome to Once and Future Authors, Changing Lives One Book at a Time. I'm Stephanie Larkin, an author, independent publisher, and book coach. And each week we will be discussing processes and strategies to get your book finished and published and meet authors and publishing experts to tap into their experiences and expertise. There is one book out there that can change your life, and that is the book you write. So welcome aboard. This podcast is produced by Red Penguin Books, an independent publishing company working with authors of all genres. Whether you have a manuscript all ready to go, a book still stuck in your head, or perhaps even hundreds of handwritten sheets of loose leaf shoved in a drawer, visit redpenguinbooks.com and unleash your inner author. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Once and Future Authors Podcast. I'm Stephanie, and I'm so delighted to be joined by one of my all-time favorite authors. She might not even know that. She's chuckling. Debbie Louise is the author of so many books. The Cobble Cove Mysteries is a mystery series that she does of cozy mysteries, all with cats. And anyone who knows me knows I'm a cat lover. But she's also written other books, standalones, in series, one of the pro most prolific writers I know. Welcome, Debbie. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you so much, Stephanie. It's a pleasure to be here. I have no idea how you find the time to be coming out with every time I turn around, there's another book coming out and yet you work full time, you have a house full of cats, you're a mom and uh, I don't know where you find the time. It isn't easy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not sleep? I mean, I don't sleep. <laughs> I do sleep. I just write early in the morning and sometimes I just get inspired and I write. It's just little by little. You just write every day and it adds up. Wow. How, what time do you wake up and, and write in the morning before you go to oh, work? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Usually I'm up um, around five. Wow. I'm amazed. So, so tell me about these series. And I know you have a new book that just came out, which I am just in love with the uh, the looks of it. Do you have it there? I think. It yes, is. I do. I can, Fantastic. See. The Case of the Crazy Cat Lady. And this is a new series that you're doing now. Yeah, that's this is the Buttercup Bend mystery okay. series. It takes the name of the town is Buttercup Bend, where the mystery takes place. So um, this is the first book, and I'm right now working on the second. But I'm not going to give too much information about that right now. But um, it, it, the main character is Kathy Carter, and she's um, a, the co-owner. She and her brother own a pet cemetery and pet rescue center, Rainbow Gardens and Rainbow Rescues. And that's why, of course, the cover has a rainbow in it. Um, but she's also a photographer, and her, uh, uh, she volunteers for the newspaper, the, the bu uh, Buttercup Bugle. <laughs> and the owner of the Buttercup Bugle, the editor, is uh, Pauline, who is also the sheriff's girlfriend. And Kathy's, who also, uh, Kathy's friend, Nancy, is a reporter for the Buttercup Bugle. <laughs> and the two of them start sleuthing when they find out about the murder of the cat crazy lady, Maggie Broom. Who, uh, who came to town just a few years ago with a whole car full of kitties. She also takes care of um, outdoor cats. So, um, and then, you know, the mystery in the series. And then we have 
I'm working on a new mystery with the same characters. Fantastic. Now this is this is new from your Cobble Cove series. Right. The Cobble Cove series. I also have a new Cobble Cove book. The series um, has there's five books in the Cobble Cove series. Starts with a stone's throw. They all have either stone or uh, rock in the title. Between a rock and a hard place is the next book, written in stone. Love on the rocks. And oh, there they are. Yes. And No Gravestone Unturned, which was um, a Halloween mystery. Mm-hmm. But I also wrote um, five short stories that were ebooks, oh, they were available as ebooks only. So what I decided to do was because my readers, uh, some of them were requesting print editions of the short stories. Oh, okay. Um, so what I did was I just I asked my publisher um, if we could make a print volume. Uh, and I wrote a new short story to add to the volume. And I called it, the name of the short story was Sneaky Supernatural Mystery. So the volume is Sneaky Supernatural Mystery and other short, another Cobble Cove stories. So all of the stories are in this volume. And one of them, um, Sneaky's Christmas Mystery won the Muse Medallion from the Cat Writers Association. So that was, that was, that's their highest award. And that was really exciting for me. Uh, we also have a kitty Kai who is the other cat in town. Sneaky is the Siamese, the library cat. But in the third, I think it was the fourth, the fourth book, Love on the Rocks, we introduced a calico cat, Kitty Kai, who is kind of like a, she helps Sneaky solve the mysteries or she helps him with Alicia, who's the main character. The two cats kind of help her. And she lives in the inn with Alicia's friend Gilly. So as you get to know the characters through this series, um, you know, you, um, you know, you get to, it, as the series goes on, I introduce different characters, but the main ones are there. But this particular book, the new one, follows the, the last book of the series, which was No Gravestone Unturned. Now, are there going to be more books in the Cobble Cove series, or are we done with that? No, I would like to make, I have ideas where we're following up from um, different events that happened in the last book, The No Gravestone Unturned, where the cousins came to town. Um, I have some ideas for future books, but I'm focusing on Buttercup Ben because I only have the first book. So I'm working on the second book. I have to get that going Mm. a couple of books into the series because I'm going to alternate the series eventually. But uh, I do have an idea for another Cobble Cove, but I'm putting that on hold for now. And that's why I put out the, so other readers can also catch up because by reading the short stories, they also catch up, they can go back and read the books. But there's, so there's a 10 of them actually, you know, 10 stories. Not to mention, and I, I love, love, love this cover. I'm just going to grab this over here. Mm-hmm. I love your collection of cat poems. Oh, meows and purrs, yes. <laughs> <laughs> love well, that. that. That is a very, um, that particular book, each one of my cats that not, not only my current cats, but my past cats are in it. Each, like each poem was inspired by one of my cats and also my mother, uh, who was a big cat lover. That's how, you know, of course she, pet love is my hope. My parents both loved cats and dogs. And um, all these poems. And then I, you know, I had a, I have a cat crazy lady poem and I have every, each one of the poems. <laughs> 
It's a great book. Uh, I have another one coming out too, The Memories and Meows. Oh, really? I, I think I sent you the cover. It's not out yet. Oh, okay. That's I keep up with you. <laughs> but it's actually a reprint of the book I self-published, Pet Posts. Okay. But um, my publisher, the next chapter who does who does the 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 one you just had per, per yeah, whatever. Hers, right. Yeah, the, the poetry one. Yes. And also the new one, The Case of the Cat Crazy Lady. Uh, they're going to reprint it and there's some changes in it now. Um, oh, the, cover, really? the cover is different and it, there's some editing. So, but that really is all about all of the cats I've ever had. I have, you know, um, my current cats, Harry and Hermione and Stripey who recently passed away and my old cat Floppy who was diabetic, my cat Holly who also had cancer like Stripey and all of them, their stories are in it. But um, also some fun things is a, a short story that um, the Holly cat wrote a short story and it, illustrations, photos of the cats, um, photos of me when I was young holding one of the cats and, you know, just, it, it's a fun book. It's, oh. it has a, and it has health information. It has health information and cat behavior information also told through the eyes of the cats. So a lot of it is from the points of views of the cats. And also, you know, we, we have different information in there too. Now, do you always decide what you're gonna write next or is it just what moves you next? You have so many projects going. You know, on. yeah, I'm. It's hard to keep track of that. Um, I like. I have one book I put aside. It's already written, and I had it beta read. Like this, like the cat case of cat crazy lady. It was like written in 2017. Oh, but I didn't get back. I was I was sending it out to agents. I was having it beta read. I was doing other things, but I was also working on my Cobble Cove series, and I was putting out books. So a lot of books that I have are like put aside. Like I have one book I just finished. It's a time travel because I also have the time yeah. travel with the cats, you know, my time's relative. Mm -hmm. But I, I also have another book now that's sort of like a time travel book, but it's, um, it's a little different. And that I'm, I'm done, but I'm not, um, I'm, I'm not publishing that yet because I'm working on the series. Gotcha. But yeah, I, you know, and now I got inspired by, by you, you know, with the Red Penguin collection that I have written stories. I'm inspired with that new space theme okay. because I wrote the science fiction. If you remember the Phil and Day mission, mm -hmm. the one I wrote with the cats. Yes. I'm, I'm going to have a second story I want to submit. Oh my God. <laughs> it came to me. Um, Return of the Phil, Feline Day. It has to do with <laughs> It's going to have to do sort of with COVID. It's like, I'm not revealing <laughs> that. And cats. and But I come up with an idea and then I have to write it. You know what I mean? Right. I have to put certain things on hold. And I'm, I want everything I've written to be published eventually. And I've written a lot. <laughs> you have written a lot. I but, then I want, but then I write new stuff. So I, everything has to have its time. And, and I love that you don't, you know, some, some other people would write something and then kind of put their life on hold until that reaches fruition. Do you know what I'm saying? And 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 it sounds like you write something and if, if the time is not right or it's still with beta readers or it still needs time to gel, you've moved on to something else and you've got all these things that eventually right. you do want to bring to fruition. But what I love is that you keep moving forward. 
Well, that's the thing, you know, um, I, sometimes with, with my newsletter, I have um, different quizzes and uh, surveys for readers to ask them what they would like. And they did want me to start the new series. That was a suggestion. Oh, really? Okay. And so I said, this is the time because they were so, when I told them about the book, I said, all right, I'm not going to wait any longer then. I'll, you know, send it to my publisher and then we'll work on it. And then I already had an idea for the follow-up books in the series. I already had like four mm -hmm. different, you know, for the next books. So um, I just start thinking about it. And then as I start writing, different things happen. I change my mind about certain things. I kill different people. You know, it always, <laughs> it's not always what I start with the idea, but it goes in other directions sometimes. Right, right. And right. I go with it. And you and go with it. And I got like my, my cats, you know, Harry and Hermione are going to be in this next book. Really? And I already, yes, they are. And there's a way I fit them into it. I'm not going to give that away, but there's a way I fit them into it. Because that's where I get my inspiration, right? What these cats, you know, my experiences with them and the funny things they do and just like the whole thing. Um, Have you written a cat character that you wish you had that cat as your pet? Well, most of the cats that I write about have... <laughs> were cats that I had or right. like Sneaky, you know, was sort of based on Oliver, my Siamese. Mm -hmm. uh, he was a younger version. And um, I've had, you know, a lot of Siameses in my book. I mean, I, I had, when I was younger, my mother loved Siamese cats. We had Siamese cats, but we had a lot of other types. We had all types of cats. Right, right. Um, but, um, you know, the personalities and the different things that they do are really reflected um, in the characters I write. Right. Um, the cat characters. But um, there are little, of course, I put other things, you know, I change them a little bit and just like the characters. Some of the characters are based on people I know or people I've oh, known. Sure. Right. And but then like I make up like I yeah. like in the cat cat crazy case of cat crazy lady. Brody Broom is a funny character. And I've had him, I have a chat group in Facebook, mm -hmm. and I find he's the is he a unique character? Because I don't really know anybody like him. But the way I made him, um, at the beginning, you may not like him. I mean, you, you may, he's a suspect in the murder. He's the brother of the victim. Mm -hmm. But he's a suspect and he's been in jail. He's done drugs. But then you find out some things about him. And I just like the way his character evolves in the book. Mm. The way he starts out. I like to do that with certain characters. Um, the way they, they all change in the books. I mean, Alicia at the beginning when she first came to Cobble Cove, she was a widow. She didn't realize that her husband died in a hit and run accident. She didn't realize that it had been murder. And then she has ends up investigating it and being part of it in her. But it's but then she evolves from like um being sort of innocent about things and then you know finding her um you know just developing as a person and as you know her sleuthing ability and you know being becoming you know changing and that's what all the characters in the book change yeah. but it, i i enjoy doing that i i do enjoy developing them from the beginning of the series and as the series goes on right. and i developed the cats too because in the most of the cobble cove books up until i started the stories up until sneaky's they might have been, oh, and No Gravestone, that was the, the last book I wrote. Right. And then stories, 
the cats talk to one another, the humans don't understand what they're saying. They're, they're sort of like um, language between the pets. Yes. The dogs are in there too. I have a German Shepherd uh, and I have, I have another dog, Gilly's dog also, uh, the Beagle. So I have two dogs also. Mm-hmm. And that, um, that one book, the, the story at the end of Se- Sneaky Supernatural Mystery, the, the book that the story that I just wrote, uh, right. bark, Barking Up the Wrong Tree. Okay. Has, yeah. Has um, a, the dog, Fido, uh, which is Max's dog, which is her, her father, Alicia's father-in-law. He plays a big role. And all the pets get involved in that story. The two cats... And the two dogs so they're all involved in it but they all communicate the cats and dogs can communicate with one another but they don't the humans don't know but the readers know because they in italics their conversations they can read so they know what's going on now you are saying about the characters developing the human characters the cat characters do you know when you start where you're going to go not really it just kind of goes where it's gonna go (laughs) I don't know it just I don't know I just feel like I don't know I don't want to boast or anything you know I just it's just I there's something that I have a talent for in this area I don't know I just can't do you absolutely do I I just I can't explain it I don't know it's just I write and it comes and I don't try to edit a lot. I, I try editing sometimes, but it's like I write the whole thing and then I go back and I make changes or whatever. Because I let it flow and it has to go in certain in certain ways. I don't want to hold anything back. <laughs> and uh, no, but with, fabulous. With, I guess the, I yeah. guess the question then is if someone else doesn't have that same flow, mm. is there is there something that like, they could try to do to get it i don't know well, you know there's all these exercises that you could do um you know uh just with different um different prompts writing prompts maybe um i don't know i i can't i it's not something you can teach somebody i think it's just something that you know i mean I'm not, i don't feel like you know i know there are writers better than i'm a lot better than I'm. i'm not saying that you know no, there you know what i'm saying there's just something that I'm able to get this stuff down and, and it isn't difficult for me. It isn't hard. Well, you know what I'm hearing from you is that you mm-hmm. stay out of your own way. You, yeah, right. I don't overthink. You don't right. overthink exactly. I, don't. I often think that we humans are, are our own worst enemy. And I think that that goes in writing too. And it sounds like you managed to stay out of your way, which is good. Well, it's the creativity. If you overthink things, you just ruin the creativity you just you know it's it's just you block yourself like you're saying you actually block yourself so i enjoy writing and maybe it's because i enjoy it i've always enjoyed it that um it's it's a creative expression it's just it's something that i like to do and i find that um it's not hard to do but you you could make it hard if you you know that's the thing you can make it hard and i try to avoid that you know, because right. people get writer's block or whatever because they don't, um, they don't let themselves go. They don't. You got to use your imagination, but you just gotta like, just write how you feel. And really, like sometimes you really get into it. I get into the characters, 
Like I can go to the next book and I can go back and I, I know what they're going to think. I know what they're going to say. I just, I get into them, whether they're pets or whether they're people. <laughs> now, when you have a new character, because you also have, and I'm going to, sh to share this here, you have a number of standalone books. As right. Oh, yes. Uh -huh. and, um, you know, I have here no. um, some of your standalone books. We have uh, Reason right. to Die is one of your mystery standalones. You have a number of science fiction standalones, Times Relative is one. Oh, let me go back to mysteries because I forgot about Seascope. Um, oh, yes. My one of my favorites. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with that one. It makes me want to go on vacation. <laughs> and, and Memory Makers. Now, with these standalones or even with uh, a book that's the beginning of a series, does it take you time to, to get into that character? Like, do you find yourself the first couple of chapters like still kind of meeting these people? Yes, yes. It's like, right. It's like developing a relationship. It takes time. Yeah. And I got to say that when I wrote C-Scope, one thing about C-Scope and it won awards, C-Scope is one of my, I, my favorites to write. Where Great she, book. I have the characters when they're adults and then 20 years ago when they were children. Mm -hmm. And I'm, 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 you know, I get into the, uh, how they were as kids and how they are now. So that was like very interesting. And um, I have thought about a sequel to C-Scope. So that's oh, something that might one day, but that's, that's one day. These are all my, these are all my thoughts. These, some of the other ones, even like I have actually for Times Relative, because that one I had written a long time ago. And one of my my one of my first writings, I had um, already planned, you know, a sequel to that one. So I have some plans for that one too. Good. Not not memory makers. Some of them are just gonna only be just that done. one. Well, right. And one day maybe maybe I will do the sequels. I actually started a C-scope one, but then I put that aside. And I have <laughs> two other books. But oh, but in answer to your question, yeah, you um, as you start writing. You, the characters are developed and then you get to know them right. and um i just does that mean you have to go back and, and kind of look at chapters one through four when no but when i write when i write the series not necessarily i i just know but when i write the series i sometimes have to go back and i'm having a lot with the short story mm -hmm. i'm going back of course the later i wrote it i mean the further from the time i wrote it it's harder to remember. Mm -hmm. So I sometimes actually have to go back to the book after it's published, you know, some of the these books I've written to see, you know, different things about characters or when something happened or what somebody looked like, you know, it's different things. And I keep the character charts. I have those and some of the notes. Tell but, me about a character chart. What's on a character chart for you? Well, it's, you know, I don't keep a really, really, I wish I kept a more detailed character chart, but basically it's very simple. I just, you know, describe the character, you know, whether, um, you know, looks, just basic looks um, and relationship to the other characters in the book, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and as I go along and I add characters, I add, like I, with the Cobble Club, I, instead of, when I started it, it was the stone's throw, the characters in the stone's throw. Okay. But now I have a Cobble Cove characters. So from each book that I've added new characters, I add to that chart. Hmm. So, and I sometimes go back to people 
um, you know, the sneaky supernatural mystery, I go back to one of the books. So if somebody, and there's notes for each story. So I have notes about the story, how it was inspired, when it was written. Um, but with Sneaky Stupid, which is the latest one, right. I go back to Written in Stone, something that happened in the third book. And I don't reveal the whole thing, right. but it's something that the reader might say, that sounds interesting. Maybe I should go back and read. So a lot of these stories will include information from the previous books or the previous stories right. so that people might want to go back. And, and you had to go back to remind yourself what happened. I do. I do. In, <laughs> fact, in fact, the funny thing, when I was working with my editor for Sneaky Supernatural Mystery, um, I had something, oh, the Kitty, it was Kitty Kai. It was, there were a few other things that I had. Was it Kitty Kai? I had her name written wrong. Like I had the spelling wrong. But there was also, um, you know, the hotel that they had from Written in Stone. The hotel was different. You find these little things. Mm -hmm. And um, I, there was one thing that I remember with the editor had to change everything. It was so silly. It was a simple little thing, but it was like one letter off. It was crazy, but I had to go back and look for it. Mm -hmm. So you got to, because, you know, I mean, mistakes are made in all these in books sometimes, but oh, sometimes readers will notice them. Absolutely. But yeah, so. And, and how many books total have you written that are published so far? The series of including oh, the series including well series. they're they're on the website that you can right. see i think there's 12 i think i don't know there's well we're not if you're not counting the short story see they consider i the see story. 16 books here on your website i'm gonna just well here i wrote all the cobble cover five but right. now the new the new one is six okay let me see right no, that's six. That's fourteen. Oh, that's fourteen. You're right. That's okay, 14. I think that's all of them. Now, memories and meows is not out yet, but it's a reprint of the pet post, which now is not. It's different. It's that's okay. the, new, the new title. But yeah, the poetry book. The right. Novels, the series. Oh, cloudy rainbow. Rainbow was my first. That was a romance. That's the only romance that I've written. But it's really? it's like a paranormal. Okay. Um, oh no, I have. Um, you know what's not on here? Um, there's another romance, oh, When Jack Trump's Ace, but that's a novella. Okay. It's book form, it's a novella. Um, that's the other romance. Um, but the the the, mist the Cobble Cove, the stones throw, okay, one, two, three, four, five, yeah, up to right. grave, and then the new one. And They're on the bottom row. Yep, except, that's the bottom row, except for the first book there. And then the standalones are on the top row, except right. for the new cozy. Right. And the um, the other one, which is a nonfiction cat book. Yes. And then the poet and the poetry book. And the, so the four, book. yeah, the four reason to die is a more of a police procedural mystery. It's not really a cozy. Sea mm. scope is um, a murder. Yeah, it's a murder mystery. Murder mystery not, right. not, but, you know, but all my books have like cozy elements. There's an inn in sea scope. They all have cozy elements. Memory Makers is, is like a thriller where, you know, she yes. is kidnapped as a child and she's going into the clinical trial for memory to find the killer of her sister. Right. Time's relatives, time travel. And yeah. uh, how many yeah. years have you been writing? What does what does this all well, represent in years? I, well, I I have stuff going back. I mean, 
publishing since well the first book cloudy rainbow was 2007 okay but i didn't write much i didn't write anything after that one until 2015 so okay. i've been writing like two to three books a year since 2015 two to three books a year okay about two to two to three books like this year i already have three coming out you know now the two just came out and then i have the third but they all oh seem God. to come out at once we're barely in the summer <laughs> well you know I, they, that's what I said i don't know where you find the time two to three books every single year for the past several years and it sounds like there's more and more books right there in a drawer on a file on a computer somewhere just oh yeah 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 i i'm trying to track some of them down but you know i'm focusing on i try to focus on you know like now with the, the series i want to launch that get that off the ground exactly. but i have a exactly. lot of other i like to write standalones too Yes, uh, and I like to write sequels to books like Sea Scope. Such a good book. I'd love to write. People have asked about it. I'm sure. Um, yeah, that could even be a series, you know, with the inn and the, you know. But I, I don't see that. I see maybe a second book. Okay. But, um, but the Buttercup Bend and the Cobble. I'd like to continue to Cobble Cove. I don't know if. Um, I know people are still reading them. I, I don't. I'd like to continue it. It's just that. Right now, like I said, I'm, I'm working on the other series. You've got a million other things on your plate right now. Yeah. That's just yeah. so inspiring. And anyone who, you know, others who write one book in 10 years and say, I don't have the time. So I said, you, you have a, a full-time job and, and uh, pets and family and everything else going on and somehow are writing and releasing two to three books every single year. You're amazing, an inspiration. How many, what, what do you wake up at three o'clock in the morning to start writing? <laughs> no, I just, I know, I just said that I, I don't. You get, I, you get up early. Yeah, and I, some, you know, there are times when I'm not writing, but when I'm working on a book, I try to do a little each day. Okay. I try to write a chapter or part of a chapter, just a scene, you know, gotcha. and then it add, it adds up. And then of course the editing is after I write it, then I, I let it sit for a while and then go back to it. Cause if you, you start and you should see the, you know, you always find things, mm -hmm. but if you've, if you've been reading it constantly, you're going to miss things. You've got to let it sit. And Absolutely. then, you know, you work with beta readers, they point things out. And, but you always, you know, you have to know what you feel the book is. You know, you, they may make a suggestion. You may say, that doesn't, I don't really agree with that. Mm -hmm. But then some people, I had um, an editor look at um, the case of the cat crazy lady. And she made a very good suggestion about Kathy. And I changed it. I had her become, well, the scene at the beginning, I had her work as a photographer for the newspaper. That was different. That was added. That's not how I wrote it originally. She was just the pet rescue. But I added that little element, you know, that that what could she do for the newspaper? And I added her being a photographer. And she has a good eye for things. But her friend Nancy is the one who gets her into sleuthing, who really is more, uh, Kathy is shy. She lost her parents. You'll know, reading the story, she's got a lot of issues where she just finds it easy to be around animals, to be around pets. But her friend is more outgoing and pushes her into things. And together they work together and they are able to 
um, you know, as the, the series is going to develop and it's going to change certain things because there's a twist in the book. I'm not giving it away, though. Nope, nope. Yeah. No, we don't so, give spoilers here. <laughs> no. But um, there will be uh, a blog tour for both of the new books. And uh, Lori Caswell does the uh, Great Escapes virtual book tours. And starting June 14th, the Case of the Cat Crazy Lady will be on tour for two weeks. And, you know, Great Escapes virtual book tours. So there'll be, I'll be sharing it on my social media. Awesome. There'll be, um, there'll be uh, guest posts and reviews and spotlights and different things for the book. And then we'll have Sneaky's book, the Cobble Cove book, the short story collection will be in July. I think it's, I have the list of blogs. That's going to be for about a week, July 18th to the 25th. And they'll be the same you'll be on the same tour. I mean, okay. it'll be a different tour, but. Well, I want to make sure that all of our viewers definitely go over to your website at mm -hmm. com. I know there's a sign-up form there. There is so much going on. Every time I turn around, there's a new book coming out. There's, um, you know, whether it's short stories, whether you have a short attention span, whether you want novels, standalones, cozies, whatever it is, Debbie's got something here for you. So make sure you head over to her website and sign up for her newsletter. Love the newsletter. I'm on the newsletter list. Debbie's Drafts is the newsletter, right? And Rough Drafts is the blog. So there's two things. For my website, you can sign up for the blog, the newsletter, both of them. The newsletter comes out, you know, once a month usually, but if there's a special, if there's a sale or something going on, it'll be out. And I have giveaways um, once a month and different things going on. I mean, just, I spotlight certain other authors yes, that I've started. Yeah. yeah, I'm including them, recommended reads. Great. Um, Fantastic. So definitely make sure you sign up for the newsletter, the blog, follow Debbie. You've got to catch up folks on reading all this <laughs> stuff because she's just going to keep writing it. So we've only to have to read everything and catch up on it. Uh, always such a pleasure to have you on and love reading you. Keep on all that fabulous writing, Debbie. Thanks so much, Stephanie. Oh, my Thank pleasure. You. Thanks so much for joining us for Once in Future Authors. If you've enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Reviews help other interested listeners to find the show, so your review could launch new books every day. Thanks again for joining us, and happy writing!